This is a content warning. The following episode contains descriptions of sexual assault. Harry Butthole Podcast is produced in partnership with Joy Sauce. Harry Butthole. Welcome to Harry Butthole Podcast. This is a podcast based on the popular Korean saying, if you laugh while crying, hair grows out of your butthole. I'm your host, Young Me Mayor. Today, I have such a special guest, and we're about to have like the most amazing conversation about a topic that I'm obsessed with. She is an actress and a filmmaker who just released a short film. And you might have seen her on TikTok. Please give it up for Yudie Collins. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. And also, half Asian, half white person, most importantly. I know. <laughs> That's all we care about. That's all we care about. <laughs> so together we make one whole Asian person. One, one Asian person. The elite humans, as we like to say, behind everyone's backs. Yes. wait you told me recently because i ran into you on the street you said Mm -hmm. we were talking about how you're half japanese but you found out i don't know if it was recently that you're actually zainichi yeah i know so i'm actually ethnically korean even though i've never been to korea my mother let's go let's Let's fucking fucking go go. let's fucking go (laughs) yeah i want to go no i was following all of your videos i was like yeah oh my god another one um but yeah, my mother's parents, my grandparents immigrated from Korea mm-hmm. in like, I don't know, 1940s or something like that. And wow. I like knew that we were part Korean or something because whenever we would do like the praying for the ancestors, we would do Tisa? it like the Korean style. Yeah. Yeah. So, and um, the Korean style. The, the Korean style. It was because I went to Jinja, which is like Japanese shrines. Yeah. And that was like a different way of praying. But then when we did the ancestor stuff at home, yeah. it was like a different style. And then it was Whoa. all Korean food. Yeah. So I knew I was part Korean, but then I didn't realize until like I was a teenager. I was like, wait, mom, am I Japanese at all? And she was like, no, I thought you knew. I was like, okay. So this whole wow. time, like, People are saying I'm not Japanese because I'm half white. And I've been like, no, I am Japanese. It's like, actually, no, I'm not. Well, I mean, you are what you are in your heart, girl. So live your truth. And so your mom mom only speaks Japanese, I'm assuming, not Korean. Yeah, she doesn't speak Korean. Yeah. Yeah. She said she remembers like being able to understand when her parents would talk. But yeah. um, they had a lot of kids, and uh, her mother died when she was young, so oh. you know, she just kind of got lost. Can I ask you something so weird? And this is just gonna sound so weird and eugenicsy, but like, do you think that like, not? I mean, I guess not eugenicsy. It's the opposite. Like, do you think that like, when you see Zainichi um, Japanese people who are ethnically Korean, for me, mm-hmm. they look Japanese. Do you think that's true? Uh, that might just be based so- on two people that I've seen in my entire life. Okay, so I know what you mean, like, but when I see my aunts together, because my mom has five sisters, when I see them together, I'm like, you guys don't look Japanese. Like, I feel like it's the way they behave. I don't know. Mm. Um, I just feel like our family always took up more space, and I like that. And then later in life, I was like, oh, maybe it's because we're not Japanese, technically. That's interesting. But I feel like Koreans have better bone structure. I'm biased up. because yeah, <laughs> yeah it is kind of eugenicsy. Do I? I yeah, I know. Like I we're <laughs> no, no. I, I feel like whenever I start conversations like this, I'm like, I regret this. Where is this going? <laughs> well, maybe fashion too, because Japanese mm. women. I know the world thinks that like, oh, Japan has such like cutting edge fashion, and it's true. People who are committed to the drip are like whoa you know they ate that you know yeah. but most people like the majority of the population they dress very conservative and, right you know they don't like to stand out so i feel like fashion does it a lot of the times for me like you know that makes are you sense. japanese are you korean yeah another thing i feel like because I, I actually have been to japan a lot i think what oh. it is yeah i think what it is is that the mannerisms in japan are so pronounced 
that mm-hmm. even if people look physically Korean, like the mannerisms are so, do you know what I mean? It's like so pronounced there and it's very different it than Korean. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's, that's what it so is. That's so interesting. It's just like very overall apologet- apologetic. Like yeah, the Japanese yeah. behavior is just like constantly like, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. But there's like lots of like movements in Japan that are very Japan specific, I feel like. That like mm-hmm. I like pick up on when I'm there. For sure. That's so fascinating. I, I love talking about stuff like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. again, Yurie, live your truth. You are Japanese. Thank Don't you. let the white people tell you you're not Japanese. I know. It's always white people telling me, too. I know. I'm it's like, always, thank it's, you, Kyle. Yeah. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> thanks, Kyle, wearing an anime shirt. Surprise, surprise. I know. It's like, wow. Yeah, I get so... It's so funny when, like, Korean... Usually Korean men will be like, oh, you're not Korean because you're biracial. But then every once in a while, oh. it'll be like a, a random white guy. And I'm like, who said you have a say in any of this? Come on, he bro. definitely does not. I don't know what. Right? But there's like internalized hate on his part. You know, yeah. like he is upset that he's white or something or recently realized mm. it's not cool to be white or whatever. And then so he has to drag you down. No, he's gatekeeping someone else's culture. It doesn't yes. make any sense. <laughs> I know. And I wanted to say recently you were up for the Japanese version of an extremely popular dating reality show and you recently were told that you didn't make it so you're back in the states. How was that experience? Yeah. That was really interesting. So I went back to Tokyo. Usually I'm in New York, but then I went back to Tokyo in like June or something because I had a voiceover job. But then once that job was over, I was put on hold for this reality show. Mm. And they kind of told me, like, we're almost done deciding. I had, like, three interviews at that point. And then they kept me on hold for a month and a half and ended up releasing me. So they really dragged it. I was like, can't you guys decide quicker? And they hyped me up so much that I kind of thought it was in the bag. Yeah. Which is the worst when you're, like, trying to get anything. I definitely prepared for, you know... You know, nothing's final until it's final. Yeah. But still, I was surprised. Yeah. They asked a lot of questions. Was it like, did it come up at all? Or like, did they want to discuss the fact that you're biracial? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Right off the bat. Like, Mm -hmm. usually, I don't know how it is in Korea, Mm -hmm. but in Japan, my hafu identity, that's like what we call biracial people there. I'm always introduced as a hahu. Like, this is Yurie. Like, she's an actor. You know, as you can see, she's hahu. Like, it's included in every, you know, she's blood type A. You know, like, (laughs) it's just the whole package. So it's rare for people to not bring that up. Right. Yeah. So from the beginning, it was like, so you're hahu. I was like, yeah. That's my identity here, whether I like it or not. Wait, is that like an acting thing or just like even in your personal life, people will be like, oh, this is Yudia, she's hafu. Oh, a personal life. Personal Whoa. Life. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. At least growing up, because now I think it's a little bit more progressive. And especially I didn't grow up in Tokyo. And obviously that's like an international city. So it's more common to see, you know, biracial Japanese people, black Japanese people, you know, mm-hmm. all kinds of mixes. But um, when I was a kid, I was from a small town. So there weren't other biracial people. And yeah, I was always kind of introduced as like the hahu girl. Oh, that is so interesting. Because like in Korea, they don't say it when they're introducing me. Like they probably can see it, but it's not always like, this is young me. She's half white, you know, like. Yeah. And I'm not actually sure what the word is. Like, I don't think there's like a designated word like hafu, like, because in Korea, the only word that I know is a slur. So I don't think a lot of people like to use it. Um, I see. So I don't even know what the, like the not slur version of that word is, but. Were people jealous of you? Were they like, oh, you're so lucky? Um, I don't know. It's kind of a mixed bag. I'm a little older. I grew up like in the 80s and it was still sort of rough back then because I, I lived in Korea, also like in a smaller town, not like in a city. And I think the general, like I was born right on the cusp of this sort of shifting in their society. But when I was born, it, every child that you saw that was mixed was like the abandoned child of an American GI. 
like of a prostitute. So that was the assumption when they saw me on the street. And so it was really rough when I was very young because people uh, would use it as like, like they would make fun of it. You know, it's like, yeah, they would like bully me because they were just like, that was their assumption. But very quickly, I think it shifted. And I don't think it's that's the assumption anymore. Interesting. That's so twisted because Japan is obsessed with European culture, like whiteness, right? Yeah. Uh, beauty standards, whatever. Like, um, I feel like when people say, oh, you're so lucky, you're hahu to me, mm. they're not thinking about like half Indian people or right. half, you know, Chinese people. Yeah. They mean half Japanese, half white usually. Mm. Um, and I'm always like, why are you guys so obsessed with white people? Like, the atomic bombs were not that long ago. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yes. And, and yet, when you describe like, in Korea, it's just the memory seems more like short in Japan. Like they already forgot, but it makes sense because Japan, you know, joined forces with the colonizers. So maybe they're just kind of like being ignorant on purpose. I don't know. That makes sense. Well, I mean, in Korea, it's weird because they do love white people. They love Americans because, you know, they're perception of i mean the younger people hate them because obviously there's like a giant military base in the middle of seoul and it sucks and Mm -hmm. the and the gis are horrible like in in the streets of korea but like the older generation love them because they they perceive them as like the country that saved them but it's very different for biracial children do you know what i mean Mm because they're like oh you're not like a white guy you're like the garbage of a prostitute you know like something like that right right yeah yeah so it's like it's just there's so much to talk about honestly i feel like we could have just like done an entire episode about this i know this like identity thing and i remember you were like making all these videos about japan's relationship to like white cultures yeah i was asking people if they considered mixed race japanese people foreigners or japanese and almost everyone said foreigner or mm, that's a tough one you know like oh there's no answer really that's so interesting (laughs) because i feel like biracial people in japan it's like one country where i've seen them acting super japanese you know what i mean like i feel like it's Uh like other cultures it's more common for the biracial person to be like more americanized but right yeah yeah so as you know i ask guests on this podcast to talk about a sad story and I, oh, yes. and I kind of wanted to get into it because the topic of your story is fascinating to me. And I actually have a little bit of personal history with it, which I, I don't even know if I'm going to share, but I really want to hear it. Usually I share like a sad story to get the juices flowing. Okay. So the guest doesn't have to like be put on the spot. But I, I haven't really prepared one for this week. <laughs> but I guess just talking about my li- life in general is like kind of sad. I I just like came- <laughs> I came back from this. That's tra- me. <laughs> I'm just like discussing my day to day, and like the person listening, they look terrified. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're like, so anyway, it was a great week, as you can see. And they're like, oh, good. I had a great day. I cried for only three hours, and then. <laughs> I laid down until 2 p.m. Um, yeah, so I just got back from this trip and I was like processing a lot of stuff. I, I have to say, I think I got it off my chest so much because I did do an episode by myself last week. So do you want to just start your story? Because I feel like we're going to have so much to talk about. Sure. Okay. Um, I'll start with my story. So basically... I can relate. Also, talking about my life makes me sad. I'm like, wait, I just need to shift the perspective. I just need to make this narrator more excited. <laughs> and then she yeah. got a notification from her bank. Um, <laughs> it wasn't the guy she wanted him to text back. Anyway. But no, I'm not texting any boys right now. But the story yes. is, yes, no, no more boys. But the job involves a lot of boys. So I work at a Japanese hostess club uh, here in New York. Mm -hmm. It's like a part-time job. You know, it's easy money. Um, I just make cash, you know, no tax or whatever. I started doing that because 
when I was in Tokyo, I needed a way to quickly, you know, make some side hustle cash because I couldn't commit. Working in Japan, Japan, they require a lot of commitment, you know, full time,、mm. like dedicate yourself to the company and all that stuff. That's why the whole country is overworked, you know, everyone、mm. knows this. But I obviously couldn't do that because I have like my creative pursuits. So I was looking for something flexible, and there's no tipping culture in Japan. Yeah. So what I ended up doing is working at a girls' bar,、mm-hmm. and basically like hostess club, girls' bar, or maid cafe.、Mm-hmm. These are all they function under the same idea. Basically, usually men they go to these places and they pay to drink with the girls that work there,、mm-hmm. and. The difference between the three is just the setting. Like the maid cafe obviously has like a maid theme, you know. So the girls are dressed in these like maid outfits,、mm-hmm. um, and I guess they have alcohol there too. But you know, you could have tea with them. And the girls' bar is, you know, we're drinking with the customer alcohol,、mm-hmm. and the more expensive the alcohol they buy for you, like you make more money. You make like twenty percent、mm-hmm. of. The bottle they buy, because I was get I had a trouble with like getting too drunk at work, you、mm. know, because it's my job to drink with these guys. Yeah, and w- when you're on the clock, it's hard to notice you're getting drunk because、yeah. you know you're still you're not totally relaxed. You're not partying. You're still kind of keeping eye on like, oh, I gotta empty the ashtray. Oh, I gotta check the bathroom. I gotta do these dishes, you know.、Mm-hmm. But still, like, woo. Like、yeah. yes, I want I want to be here with you. <laughs> I love this. We're besties. Yay!、Yeah. <laughs> no, I really like you. Yeah, and the job requires a lot of upkeep. Like you have to form relationships with these men. Yeah, because another way to make more money, you know, to get the expensive champagne and stuff、um, from them, but also to get them to request you. So when a customer、mm. comes.、Mm-hmm. And if they're specifically coming for you,、mm-hmm. that is like much more money for me that day as well. So you form relationships, and you have to like message them on your days、oh、off,、God. and like, yeah, maybe go to dinner with them and stuff. And like, it's very transactional, you know. Because when I tell people in the states this line of work, they think it's sex work. Yeah, I guess it's it's not not sex work, but it's not sex work.、Um, Officially, like, yeah, like, yeah. It's not like you know mandatory that there's sex involved. No, not no. at all. Yeah, yeah. Like if there is stuff like that, then it might just be like between that、right. client and the girl.、Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on how the place is run, you know, like at this particular girls' bar in Tokyo,、um, my boss was a woman, and、mm-hmm. you know, she was like really cool. So she, she was very like. Protective of us and stuff, so she wouldn't let something shady, non-consensual fly or whatever, you know.、Mm-hmm. So that was nice.、Um, oh, and it was actually it was a、um, specifically a girls' bar with like just biracial girls or、uh, wow. international girls. Yeah, nice. So that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so it was Japanese men who kind of preferred the company of like more foreign-ish women.、Mm, interesting. Well, they, I think they liked how we weren't as like submissive and like shy as maybe、mm. most Japanese girls are at other places. You know,、yeah. obviously there's so many different places and different people. But I remember a customer who was always at our bar would say like, "See, this is why I like you guys. Like, you guys tell me like if I need to shut the fuck up, you tell me shut the fuck up. Like,、yeah. you know, you sing with me because we do karaoke. Like, you're not shy. Like, yeah. So I want the、yeah. job where I tell a man to shut the fuck up all the time." Yeah, that, I'm sure that exists. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "Can I go home now?" That was quick. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like if I had to pretend to like these, like, wait, who was like your、um, typical client? Typical client, just Japanese salary man, you know,、mm. uh, wedding ring in hand. So、nice. it's like, yeah.、I、What guess was the age range? A- anywhere between like twenty six to, I want to say like maybe. Fifty-four or something like that.、Right. Um, when, when they're twenty-six, are you're like, dude? Did you even try? Did you even try to get like a regular girlfriend? <laughs> I know. I had this one customer, like,、yeah. like he came back for me,、yeah. and I was like, oh, thank you. But he was so young. I think he was like twenty-five, twenty-six, and 
he didn't understand the system because、mm. he wanted to take me out to dinner on my day off, and I was、mm-hmm. like, the way it works is you take me out to dinner and then we go to the bar together. Like、oh, I have to take、I、you、see. to work. Okay,、yeah. so that's the the question I have there is okay. So obviously, if you actually formed an authentic bond with somebody, you、mm-hmm. were you like allowed to date them? You know, as like your boyfriend. I've heard of it happening. Okay, I've heard of girls like hooking up with a customer, like you know, just because they liked them or、uh, went out with them. Right. They gave me like a a paper with all the rules when I first、uh, started. I don't think that rule was there. Oh, okay, and then if you、yeah. went on these dates where you went to dinner with somebody and then they came back to the bar, would they have to pay like a fee outside of like paying for dinner? Yeah. Okay.、They're, so they obviously they would pay for the dinner itself, and、yeah. then when they pay for their bill at the girls' bar after dinner, yeah, it's called dohang. Like the、mm. dohang fee、mm-hmm. is like the fee for taking me out, yeah, and then the fee for requesting me, and then the everything else. So it adds up. Like it's、I'm、not、sure. a cheap. Hobby. These men would spend like a thousand dollars a night, easy, not even thinking about it, and sometimes way more. Like at least, I feel like it would cost that much. And I felt bad for this guy because he definitely didn't really have money.、Mm. Is this a sad story? This is not the sad story, but、oh, it's, it's not. Kind of, okay, it's a little bit sad. It's like、yeah. intro to sad, <laughs> but. Yeah, no, he just had to run to the ATM, and I felt bad because you know I was like, "We sorry, we're only taking cash." His bill wasn't even that much; it was like you know four hundred dollars. But he didn't buy that much. Like I understood how he felt, but I was like, "But what kind of like, loser doesn't have four hundred dollars in their wallet at all times?" I'm just I、kidding. know that's what I would I have like, said. Well, I can't relate. <laughs>、yeah. Who wants to hire me? That's the kind of hostess I am. What kind of fucking loser? Doesn't even have four hundred dollars, and then I like hit him, and I'm like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> and then he like, he's like, "I'm sorry." I'm like, "Make it a thousand, because you're making me wait now." I feel like I there's, should have done this. There's people out there that want that. They that would the, love that. They want a biracial woman to tell them to、yeah. shut the fuck up and slap them yeah, around like, a little. I'm so sorry. Ah,、oh, thank you. I'm so sorry. Did I tell you? I okay, just because like just being on the internet. Obviously, you know this, and being like a figure on the internet. I the the most I mean obviously I get the like pay, I'll pay you for nudes or whatever, but the、mm-hmm. funniest one was this guy asked me to like pee in a jar, and he would pay me to send him my pee, and then he but then he was like but then you have to watch me drink it, and I was like, I am not taking a jar of my pee to the post office, bro. Like I don't know. <laughs> I was like, is there anything like anything? So he's like, okay, never mind the pee. What if you just watch me come and then I'm gonna eat my own jizz? And I was like, I can do that. That I yeah, can do. Yeah, that's fine. That doesn't involve me. I just have to observe. Voyeur.、Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then like I was like,、yeah. well, give me this much money. He immediately Venmo's it to me. Oh, that's nice. Because a lot of guys they drag it. I feel like I'm like, okay,、yeah. you can send the money here first, and then okay. He immediately. I was like, well, I'm. I'm all like I'm down, bro, and so I Facetime him, and then he was like, "Oh, and like make sure you look disgusted or something," and I was like,、oh. "I was like, eh, like I don't know, like trying to look disgusted," and then I, I don't think I did a good job because he hung up on me and then he ghosted me after like wait you didn't get to watch him after it was only like forty five seconds and I was like I didn't even get to see the jizzing or the eating of the jizz. Which he, he didn't the eat the jizz. No,、so、he just, just saw him like jerk off, just for like forty five seconds. Nothing happened. It was barely in、and、the frame like- too. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I didn't look disgusted enough. Like I've seen this, sir. Like it's not that disgusting. I I see it every weekend. My God. Maybe it's a part of his like whole like him like feeling the shame and you know ghosting you. That's like how he gets off. He's like, yeah. Oh my think, god, I'm so my, ashamed. My, my friend said something like that, but that that job I love. If there's anyone else that wants me to do that, hit me up. Slide That's great. Me,、uh, me too. Sign、right? me up as well. Yes, will, I'm available to do nothing and look at you in disgust. We will get together and point at you and laugh together. Together. Yes. yes, and I'll say things in Japanese. You'll say things in Korean. Yeah, and we'll just be like,、Ugh. whatever you need, we're we're here for you. Yeah, we're、um, supportive. And then, can I ask you one more question before your sad story? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you did end up having sex with a client, like not, mm-hmm. I, I guess like not because you wanted to, because whatever, like kind of like because he wanted to, is there like a portion of this industry where they can arrange that and pay the club or no? I think it's like a whole different thing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. for the hostess club, made cafe girls bar it's still kind of in not that territory at all yeah so okay. but obviously there's like red light district in tokyo so you can go to places to you know uh pay for sex but um but it's kind yeah, of not what they're looking under, like, for a different yeah different yeah. establishment yeah there's not really like sex involved in oh this okay work. interesting yeah. okay i just wanted mm-hmm. to clarify that in case the listeners were wondering no no it is a common question like yeah. um but Japan is the type of place, I always say this, people like things to stay in their lane. Right. You know, right, like, yep. this is where you have sex, the love hotel. Like, that's <laughs> where sex is. You know, like, oh, if you need to, you know, like, lay off some steam or whatever, like, you can go to the karaoke booths and do that alone by yourself there. Yeah. You know, if you want to see some, like, weird hentai stuff, there's the hentai district. Like, I feel like everything is allowed to stay in their own place. I like that. But they just can't like come out of it. You right. know? So a lot of things feel very transactional. Like this is what I'm here for, like this and nothing Interesting. else. Interesting. So <laughs> if somebody was looking for that sort of relationship with that aspect that they could achieve, they wouldn't go to the hostess or girl bars or meat bars. No, that would right. be weird. I f- like well, the this kind of brings me to the sad story. Oh good. Okay. Let's hear it. So yeah. Yes. So once upon a time in New York City, yeah. I used to work at the girls bar in Tokyo. And then I came back to New York a few months ago. And um, I used to work at this restaurant, Balthazar, uh, in Soho. And yes. I got fired. You know that. Um, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, I need to make cash quick. So I found this hostess club. I was like, oh, I didn't even know they had like the Japanese style hostess clubs yeah. here in New York. Uh, it's the most Japanese thing, honestly, for Japanese people to come to a foreign country and then just continue doing the most Japanese things like with each other. So like, you guys, don't you want to like branch out a little no, bit? No, that's fully um, like a Korean thing, too. They're like, no, we're going to come up and go to Dorebang with the other Koreans. We're never leaving this part of Queens. <laughs> like we're good here. You know, this we found us. our people. We I love, love America. America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so So uh, that's what it is and so I went to the hostess club and lied about my age but I mean it would have been fine if I was honest but I don't know why I was like um wait lied older or younger I lied younger I don't know why I was just like (laughs) I'm right young even though I don't care but um I just have to remember that because every time someone asks me my age at work (laughs) I'm like I'm what was I yeah uh oh my god that's so funny (laughs) But, um, so yeah, I got the job there and basically it's the same as the girls bar, the system, except it's a hostess club. So you sit next to the guy. There's Mm. no bar in between us. Oh, is that the difference between girls and hostess bars? Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask. Okay, great. I get it now. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So in this one in New York, it was a hostess (laughs) club. So it's all private rooms. These are like private karaoke rooms. And uh, when I'm not with a customer, um, I'm with the other girls in like this very sad waiting room <laughs> that we all just sit in there <laughs> with like covered in blankets because no. we're cold. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, we're wearing like cocktail dresses and we're just like on our phone like for hours. And then eventually um, there's like usually two boys that work there. They're like the waiters. Um, he'll come in and be like, he'll like look around the room and be like, okay, Yuriye, please come with me. So I'll like go with him and he like bring me to the room and be like, okay, this is so-and-so. Yeah. Uh, he'll say whether the customer requested someone or not. And if it's mm. not, he's free. So he that means he's like up for grabs. Like, right. If he's there for someone specific, you're not allowed to exchange contacts with them. Mm. Um, so he said he's free. So I was like, okay. And it's just one person. Sometimes there's like a couple of guys, you know, they're like coming yeah. after work or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they love to take their bosses to places like this. Yeah. And it was just one guy. Mm-hmm. And I opened the door 
And he just kind of looked down bad, like when you can immediately tell someone is very intoxicated. Mm. Past the point of fun, just he's like disoriented and, you know, looking a little dizzy. Um, I walked in and he said something like, fuck yeah, but in Japanese. <laughs> and then the door <laughs> shut behind me. <laughs> Fuck and he yeah. like wait what what is it in yeah. japanese say it in japanese we need He's, to you know what, set i remember the mood. what he said he's he said Okita. and that means like <laughs> oh like she's arrived kind of thing but he but I he was that. like fuck yeah kind <laughs> of pumping vibe. his fist <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, he saw me and he was like fuck yeah i don't know what i was wearing that day but something that he liked i guess and so I walk in. I'm like, hi, I haven't even sat down yet. And he charges his bald head into oh, my breasts. No. Like, just like, uh, yes, sir. he was like rubbing his head in my chest. And I was like, oh, my God. And I had never experienced something like this before. Um, at Girl, work. you have not lived. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, at work. Thank you. Thank you for adding that. Okay. I was like, what? At work. Girl. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Like, because normally the guys aren't even touchy. You know, you're just kind of sitting next to them. Mm-hmm. They sing and I have my little tambourine. I'm like, oh, oh my. I, I love this. this. Not sick of this song. But I was naturally very surprised. And yeah. I just kind of pushed him off of me. And he just repeatedly said, which means I want to fuck. I want to oh, fuck. No, sir. You're at the wrong club. We're Japanese. That's what we, I said. We do things. <laughs> we do things differently. There's the, the sex know. club is down the street. Yeah. You Next made the to wrong the eating turn, jizz mister. club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Make a left at the pee in a jar post office. And then there's the eat jizz club. And the then peeing there's the, into yeah. your anus club. And then the sex club. Come on, bro. Come on now. Come on now. <sighs> Can't take people anywhere. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, but precisely, I was just kind of like, well, you can't do that here, you know? Yeah. And, I was like, let's sit down because this know, is not I the motorboat like, club. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah. I thought about just turning around and getting out of there. But if I felt a real threat, I would have, you know, I wouldn't have put myself in that situation. But I yeah. was just kind of like, this guy is OK. He's yeah. he's whack. But I, let me just like calm him down. De- let me de-escalate, you know. So we sit down and I'm like, all right. Let's get some champagne because <laughs> he's drunk enough. I Milk figured he'd say baby. yes. To- <laughs> yeah, I guess. I was like, I like this one. This is the only one I like. The rest I'm allergic to. So um, get the nice champagne. That's fine. And I don't have to drink it all. I just have to like cheers and have a little bit as yeah, long yeah. as the bottle is purchased. That's that's fine, you know? Yeah. Um, and then he just kept saying, you know, I want to fuck, I want to fuck. And I, and I said, sure. like, no, yeah. you can't do that. Calm down. And then he got mad and he was like, change girls, change girls. Because they change girls every 30 minutes. Um, it's a way for the customer to pay more. Like, let's say my time is up with you. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, young me, stay. Like, okay, I'll pay for you to stay here, you know? Otherwise, they keep changing the oh, girls. Oh, I see, I see. So it's like a yeah. way, like, if they... Because usually they'll like the girl and they have to pay to make her stay. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, he's on like random girl rotation. Right. Yeah. So he got upset that I wouldn't fuck him. And he was like screaming, change girls, change girls. And I was like, you can change girls, but no one's going to fuck you. You know, Um, like that's not the kind of place. Yeah. He was like, I didn't want a girl like you. I wanted, uh, he was like, you're too smart. I really wanted a stupid girl. I wanted a stupid girl. And I was like, well, no no one's stupid here. Like, um, you know, we're all like, you know, smart. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, but if you want to have sex, if you want to pay for sex, there are, you know, things we can look together. I was like, I can help you. You know, there must, this is New York City. There must be somewhere you can go and, you know, safely you know, pay for what you're looking for. Yeah. And I don't really remember the sequence of things, but he either he said this first or second, but what he said was he like glared at me and said, I hope my daughter never ends up like you. And I was like, oh, because he talked about how his wife is white and he's Japanese. So I was like, oh, I'm Hafu, you know, I was like, so your daughter is Hafu. 
And he was like, I hope my daughter never ends up like you. And I was like, why? And he was like, I don't want my daughter working at a place like this. Like, this is disgusting. And I was like, why is it disgusting? And he's like, because I don't want her to talk to horny Japanese men who no one wants to fuck like me. Mm, a little bit of self-hatred like, going on. A lot. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I noticed his wedding ring. You know, so I figured, oh, he's still married. Yeah. And I said, like, why are you so obsessed with sex? I was like, fine, let's talk about sex. You're obsessed with having sex, so let's just talk about it, you know? Um, I'm stuck here anyway. So I said, are you, why are you obsessed with sex? Is your wife not having sex with you? Yeah. And, okay, that's when he said he didn't want his daughter to end up like me because he was, like, insulted by what I, I said. You, you, like, you hit it on the head. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when he said all of that, like, obviously, like, when I look at my life, you know, it depends on my mindset. Like, of course, when I have the right mindset, I'm like, I have everything I want, you know, like, yeah. life is good. I'm blessed, like, everything. But then also, there's like the other angle of like, what am I doing? Like, you know, is this all going to be okay? I'm horrified. Like, <laughs> I don't have enough money. Like, I'm always yeah. trying to, like, you know, book something big, make some big moves. I've been doing this. I've been hustling as an actress, you know, in the city for, like, 10 years now. Mm -hmm. And just kind of, yeah. It's like when people always ask, uh, oh, you're an actor? Like, what have I seen you in? Right. And I have a couple of answers to that, but it's always, like, you know, it was just like a second. If you yeah. went to the bathroom, you didn't see me. So, you know, right. all these things are like in my head as he's saying like, oh, I never want my daughter to end up like you. And then I started yeah. to think about my dad. I was like, oh, if my dad knew I worked at a place like this, he would be really sad too. You know, so I kind of started to feel bad mm. about myself. But I was able to keep it together because I was like, this guy is a loser. You know, don't let him yeah. get to my head. But... um. He attacked me one more time. He like came and charged at me and I was like pushing him off and he was like trying to kiss me now. You know, he's like doing the most. It's just very embarrassing for him. And I don't know where this came from, but I was just like, please think about my father. Like as he's like towering over me. And he, he was like, what? I was like, just how, just like you care about your daughter. Like I have a father who cares about me. Like, how do you think he would feel if he knew that you were doing this to me right now? Mm -hmm. And then he backed off, He kind of like shriveled away into thought, the corner. Yeah. And then he, he thought looked about at me like and another was, man and a man is a human being. Yes. Right? He was like, oh, yeah. person, people. Oh, oh you <laughs> yeah. have a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> classic <laughs> now i see you as a human yeah but then that happened and he was like um i changed my mind i do want my daughter to end up like you he was like you're a really good he was like you're a good girl or something he's really going through the fucking entire scope of human emotion here yeah sir. so and then right when he said that it was yeah. time to change yeah. the waiter boy came in to switch girls mm -hmm. and i left didn't exchange contacts with him, obviously. And um, when I went out to, like, the hallway, I saw the next girl. And she's, like, the most popular girl. She cleans up every night. Like, yeah. she has so many customers. You know, she's very pretty. Doesn't talk much. I feel like I need to learn from her. I feel like I talk too much with these guys when the secret is just to be, like, the giggle. Ah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. I they can't don't do want that. a I'm human like, being. They want no. like a thing. Yeah, yeah. They're there yeah, for a thing, yeah. not a human being. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't help but be like, what? Like I that's have a personality. So weird. What is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what We're, do you do for work? You know? Yeah. But so she was waiting next and you know, she has like very big tits. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, no, you can't go in there. Like he's gonna you like, you know, attack yeah, yeah. you. Like, please, like, is there someone else? Like, and she was like, oh my God, I'll slap him if he touches me. You know, I was like, okay, well, she seemed like, yeah, okay. So I guess she's been working there longer. So, okay, you know, maybe she's okay. Yeah. And I go back into the waiting room and then she came back in like five minutes later. Oh, and no. I was like, oh shit, that was quick. And she was like, yeah, I think you broke him. I was like, wait, what do you what? mean? She was like, I went in and he just like sat there like sad. He didn't say anything, do anything. He just paid and left. 
I was like, that's oh my God. sad, but good. I mean, yeah. I, I just want to like point out that I think what you're describing here is basically like obviously sexual assault. And I guess so. Yeah, I didn't really think of it that way. It's 100% sexual assault. And I think that it's important because there is a, you know, like hostess bars. It's like a gray area. It's obviously like we Mm -hmm. established. It's not sex work and it's not a place where usually sex work happens. But it's an environment where that sort of dynamic and the transactional dynamic is exploited. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, usually there isn't any. Um, physical interaction and so you're safe i was gonna ask you while this was happening is there somebody that's like watching you through a video or like a the manager or something you're just you're so you're just alone in there yeah no one is watching there's no camera you're just alone yeah so what if what if something happens that's like violence and you need help what would you do in that situation? I get, I would like run out of the room. I guess. Um, right. They said they've only I mean, but had. That's not always possible. I know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should keep that thing on me, taser. Um, but I heard of one situation where there was a guy who kind of freaked out, but it wasn't a Japanese guy. So basically, like my boss was saying. Japanese people, they understand the system. Like, they know what this is. Yeah, they're used to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he was like, be careful with foreign clients or, like, American clients because they think, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get a blowjob, you know, in this room. Yeah. So one guy, I guess he thought he was going to get more than what he got, and he, like, mm. freaked out, and they had to, like, call somebody, you know, to get him to leave. But... um The thing about like the – there is like a sense of shame for doing this type of work because what I've learned in my like adulthood is that every woman I've spoken to at one point has done work like this in Japan. Like even my mother. Yep. You know. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it's like never talked about. It's considered kind of low class and, you know, especially for me like – I'm talking about this because we're in America and also I'm not like ashamed of it. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with something most Japanese women have done, you know? Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with any of it. I don't think there's anything wrong with sex work. Yeah, exactly. But the idea in the Japanese um, entertainment industry is like, like when I started working like at the girls bar at the hostess club one thing my mother kept stressing was like never talk about this like in a setting where you know someone who might hire you in japan would see it or like don't talk about it on your tiktok don't tell the reality show you did this kind of because you get kind of written off right right Mm -hmm. so but when you said that you said like most women in japan have have done this is that true do you think like to your knowledge yeah uh, personally like women i've spoken to like my friends Mm -hmm. who are like my age or older or you Mm -hmm. know friends i've had since high school if like we catch up recently and then i mention Mm -hmm. this kind of thing they're like oh yeah i I did that you know for like a year because i was saving up for school you know it's kind of like that um and i'm like oh okay um I don't know why we have to like I mean, be so secretive about why it. Why are we whispering? Also, <laughs> let's uh, like I just want to like uh, return to what that man said. He said this is like shameful for you to do this work, but then it's like you're here patronizing it, mm-hmm. and also you're talking about all these women who did the work and they're whispering it like, oh yeah, all of us did that too. But no one is ever calling out the men who obviously most of them are going there. If most of the women are working there, yeah. and it becomes this huge large-scale societal problem that everyone's just ignoring the men aren't shamed at all like it's you don't have to keep Mm. it a secret as a man in japan that you like to go to girls bars it's not like a shameful thing on his part even though you're clearly not spending any time with your wife and you're dropping like racks every day just to get shit-faced um with a bunch of girls like Okay, that's Which okay. Which I think is fascinating because I think who should be ashamed are men who are so socially inept that yeah. they have to 
pay fucking people to hang out with them. Yeah. Like, that's fucking embarrassing, dude. I know. Like, it's not embarrassing for me to, like, be in college and be broke and be like, I'm going to go sit in this room with this fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. It's embarrassing that <laughs> you need to pay out, somebody yeah. to sit with you. I like, know. Like, men should be embarrassed about that. Yeah. Like, men should be embarrassed that they didn't get their shit together enough that they have to pay for sex. Why is all the shame placed on the woman who's just like, four thousand dollars let's go let's you know? go like, yeah i need this that's you know, a hustler no right there exactly and yeah. like i said it's it's not easy to like come across fast easy money in japan so you know this right. is why this type of thing is common um but yeah it is ironic because the guy you know hates me because he sees me as inferior and yet yep. he's paying to be with me um, it's kind of yep. like the, the the podcast guys saying, you know, oh, men sleep around more because it's different. You know, like when, yeah. when women mm-hmm. sleep around, like that's not the high quality type of woman like I want to be with. But for me, like it's okay to sleep around. It's like, so who are you sleeping with if you aren't approving of women who sleep around, but you sleep around? So who's going to, you know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, well, it's a projection of self-hatred. Men can't, men hate themselves. They can't own up to that. Mm-hmm. So then they, they like invent this person in their head who's a woman who is them they're like well if a woman was a slut she'd be a piece of shit and he's literally talking about himself right do you know what i mean because he's like just blowing through fucking people using them for sex not having a human connection and i'm sure a big part of him feels bad about that Mm -hmm. but he can't own up to that so he invents like a woman to hate in his head yeah it's all just self-hatred i don't know i know that's how i see it I'm at a point where I say this sometimes like in my stand-up, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm offended by men or just deeply, deeply concerned. I feel like it's both. I know. Same. I I feel the same way. I'm just like, you're scaring me, but I feel very sad for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you guys are down bad. sounds like your sad story. They're down so bad. And it's like all, it's so interesting because men, it's like, I think for a healthy, healthy is a weird word to use here, but like an emotionally like mature person, what they should realize is that you should find somebody that loves you for you. Mm-hmm. But but those men are like, no, I have to become like alpha dog and fuck as many bitches as I can. And I'm like, that's Let's not go. healthy. I know. Yeah. Like, wow. It's like, that's not you're just plowing through people and you don't even know them. You know, like that's not that's transactional you know it's it's like it's like not good it's fine to sleep around with a bunch of people i'm not saying that's bad but it's like if you know what you're receiving from that emotionally do you know what i mean yeah it's funny talking about this like trade of work to like american guys if i do get a chance to ever explain it to them or whatever i don't have a lot of straight male friends but um well okay this one guy who does i know just kidding sorry yeah (laughs) I have good taste, so, yeah. Um, But there was this one guy, this is a really toxic guy who I should have stopped talking to, like, you know, before we started talking. Um, But I'm done talking with him, but he was one of those, you know, just like, I don't know why I couldn't let this one go. But when we were talking, I was, like, explaining the job to him. And he was like, I'm worried about you or whatever. And I'm like, no, you're not. But you're saying that because you like how you sound when you say things like that. But um, Exactly. You know, he's like, oh, I'm being a man right now by saying, are you home safe? I'm like, you don't care. But um, he was like, oh, I I, I don't like that. He's like, I don't – I would never be okay with that if I was a customer. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, the girl doesn't want to talk to me. Like, why would I want to pay – like, and, you know, it, I, I see through the illusion. Like, what's the point? I was like, well, what about the strip club? Like, you know. Exactly. Like, what if, like if you're, you're paying for the lap dance, like, you think she wants to give that to you? Like, who cares? Why don't, it's a win-win situation. You get the yeah. lap dance, she gets paid. Like, he, and then, this is so embarrassing. I can't even, I, oh my God. I'm so sad I admitted that I used to like this guy, but he said, he's like, well, when I go to the strip club, I feel oh, like no. the girls, he literally said, no, but the stripper no. likes me. Like, no. I was like, oh my I, God, I'm so no. embarrassed by this conversation. <laughs> he's like, well, when sure. I go, like, I don't know, like, 
Yeah, they, they're I'm like, you know, different. inviting me and it's not even money involved. They're, they, you know, they like me. They can't keep their hands off me. I'm like, okay. Oh, God. And so I said something like, but it's a job and he's, uh, he it's works a in a hospital. Um, he's a nurse. So I was like, you clean up people's shit. Like you do it because it's your job. You don't do it because you want to do it, but you still do a good job. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's so weird how sex work and like and this work, which is, you know, not sex work, um, but it's kind of like adjacent. And I feel like there's um, levels like my friends. I used to work in restaurants for a long time and we would talk about how it's like adjacent to sex work because it is your job to pretend that you like doing it. Like mm-hmm. they want to feel comfortable knowing that you're happy. Like you can't be like, I fucking hate this. Yeah. And I'm doing this because I'm poor. Yeah. Like you have to be like, hey guys, like, you know, and it's a, it's like that. Um, it's like different levels. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just weird how people, and I think this is like a, a sad mark of society uh-huh. are so accustomed to this, like transactional human experience that they can't tell that you were faking it. You know, yeah, and that and that is sad to me. Like the customer that really thinks that I'm having a great fucking time bringing their steaks to the table, or like, or you know, it it goes even deeper because you know, there's like this huge statistic that 80 percent of cis women never have an orgasm Mm -hmm. during intercourse with cis straight men. Mm -hmm. (laughs) First, I said that you're like, hmm, and then I said, with cis straight men, you're like, like, oh, yeah, 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 (laughs) checks out, checks out. Like, yes, oh, okay, I I yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah that yeah. makes sense but and so you know but we have to fake it because we don't want them to get en- enraged and then but they can they can't tell that we're faking it I it's know. like have you ever seen a woman have an orgasm i don't think they've ever seen it because you watch porn and the woman right. the women are faking it and yeah. i'm like oh my god the whoever made this porn has never seen an orgasm like a female orgasm right you know? right um and it just like transcends so many parts of our society. And I'm like, this is sad that people are so bad at reading each other that they buy this shit, you know? Guys are definitely very bad at reading each other probably. Yes. But yeah, women. I feel like sometimes I'm not even faking. I'm not even like, you know, giving like a performance. And he's like, did you come? And I'm like, no. <laughs> what? what kind of a question is that? <laughs> you're just like, you're just like, yeah, that was great. And I was like, like, no, yeah, that was you. you. Yeah. So hard. <laughs> I was like, no, that, that was you, man. That wasn't me. <laughs> this is like a whole longer, extremely long conversation. I know like, because I, I want to. If we have time for, I know because I've always the wondered, like, you know, thing. You, oh my like, god, I've always wanted to ask you if you date Korean men because I've never really dated Japanese guys. Only like a what? Couple, yeah, only like a couple of times, and not. Wait, for who very do you long. date then? No one. Oh, uh, my type is like toxic, Usually. like bad person love those yeah race (laughs) is there like a particular race or you don't have to say if you don't want to um well i've only been in one uh like serious relationship it was six years and wow yeah so it felt like it was my entire 20s i was with this guy we lived together in new york um and he is black he's ethiopian but born and raised in italy um so we both kind of had the sounds hot I, uh, he was a good guy. He was a good guy, but it just didn't work <laughs> out. Um, yeah. So people say that my preference, like I have a preference of like dating black guys. Um, I am hyper aware of being half white and dating black men in America. I just feel like I want to be very careful because what I've learned is that black guys who want to date me, you know, mm-hmm. um, who like yeah. pursue me and whatever are talking to me. It's happened to me more than a few times where they will say something to me like, I don't date black women. And I'm mm. just like... Red flag. Ew. Yeah. Like, what? Ew. Like, why? Yeah. I'm just like, why would you say that to me? And they're like, oh, you know, um, it's not them. It, well, it's not me. Like, like, they don't date me or something like that. And then I'm just mm-hmm. like, well, then why should I? nice i like that you know like why are you telling me this and i don't know if i'm supposed to feel chosen or cool you know um that does not make me feel good yeah i just that makes makes me feel worse it makes me feel terrible (laughs) 
Um, and you know, I'm, I'm not qualified to unpack the, you know, uh, anti-blackness that's going on here, you know, Uh, that's, that's not for me, but I'm just kind of like, okay. And I am also very aware that, you know, no one, no one wants to see a, a black man with a white woman. Like it's just, I, I can't speak on that, but, um, well, because of how I'll, white women you. are, they've like ruined, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's for me, it reminds me Everything. of like the Jenners, like using yeah, yeah, yeah. black people as like right. an accessory, making themselves feel cooler instead. Of, it, they just want to have their mixed babies, right? You know, their cafe au lait babies on Instagram. And it's like, bro, like, you know, you're not thinking about raising a black child in the United States. No. Like, yeah, it's dehumanizing. I, th- I think a lot of black men go through what Asian women go through, which is the, the hypersexualized. Thing, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the white people that sh- that are with them are kind of, just a lot of times are kind of weird, you know? Yeah. They're with them for weird reasons. So I don't know who I'm supposed dated- to date. I can't date anyone. Yes, please continue. Well, it's weird as a biracial person because it's like it's different than like a straight up Asian person because I feel like. Mm-hmm. But, you know, speaking of like all the Asian men that attack me online, they get mad at me. They always and their slur for me is that I suck white dicks. And I'm like, first of all, yes. Second of all, I'm just kidding. <laughs> first of all, it's pink dick. OK, pink, Second, I, actually, actually, it's I'm just pink. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I would I would actually say the majority of people that I've dated are Korean. It's but I've lived there a long time, and it's because I was married for ten years to a Korean man. Oh, I see. Yeah, I've yeah. always wanted a Japanese boo. It just never really worked out. I've like I don't think they like us them. though. I don't think they like us think, either. Yeah. Like they don't like biracials. They don't like me. I'm like. They okay, I get it. I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> You're right, and you should say it. <laughs> yeah, like I can't like argue <laughs> yeah, yeah. with you because on the other hand, yeah. uh, when Japanese men in Japan want to date me, it's like they have a foreign fetish, you know. Ooh. And I'm like, you have a thing for white no. women. Like, what's wrong with you? You know, so, weird. I'm like Just suspicious kidding. if they like me. Yeah, I think anybody. We obviously, I can't speak on anti-black like racism in the community, but I think anybody that says that they don't like people of their own race, not like, feels a little self-hatredy to me. It's like you don't like people that look like you. That's weird. Yeah, and a lot of Asian women say that, you know. And I'm like, you know, know, the classic thing that Asian women say is like they can't date Asian men because they look like their brothers. And it's like, have you heard that? <laughs> no. No, they say it all the time. It's, oh my it's God. so, it's so weird when That's people so say that. Strange. I'm like, so you're you're talking about somebody that looks so much like you that they could be related to you, and you think that person's repulsive. That's a lot of self hatred to unpack there. Yeah. Wow. I did right? not know that. I mean, it's a you common know, saying. Yeah. My mom married a white man, and so did yours. I think. My mom has a white fetish, white man fetish. Oh, she does. She's been on the white man dick. Oh, wow. Okay. My mom, I mean, she says my dad is like the first uh, non-Japanese person that she was with, but maybe she's lying. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's also interesting. Oh, I was going to say, I want to like end with this funny story because we're running out of time, but I wanted to say that I worked in a similar, um, like a host bar situation, which is, which is unfortunately board i'm not i don't know how much i want to say but like bordering on sex work oh okay it was like and it and i found out recently that my mom also did See? back in the day and she met her first husband there who was a white man okay. you know the struggle is real and i think it's such a like that sort of line of work and that environment is such a microcosm of the entire fucked up system of um sexism and the patriarchy and i feel like it's so interesting because your sad story like just put it on the nose like men want to be in a room with someone that looks like their daughter where they have like control over this person and she has to be stupid and she has to like listen to everything that he says and he doesn't like it that you're smart right you have a personality yeah that was bad for him yeah and then you you know like stood up and the only way you could break him of this like sexist view was to mention that you had a father, that you were tied to a human being in his eyes, you know? I know. I didn't even think about that until you brought it up. Yeah. Like, oh, he saw me as a human after I brought up my dad. 
no, he's, he still didn't think of you as a human. He felt bad for your dad. Right, Because right, your right. dad's property was getting damaged. Yes. Right? Yikes. Yup. That was a sad story. Damn. I was like, I got a funny story. <sighs> but then as I was telling you, I was like, this is, okay, this is sad. I think that's like the theme of the podcast, though. Like, really sad stuff is actually kind of funny. That's <laughs> a little funny. Like, you're sexually assaulted, and I'm sorry, and we've all been there, girl. But like. It's a little funny. Come on. The, the, they're so pathetic that they're I funny. Oh, I know. Yeah. And I mean, oh, I, I've actually talked. Yeah, I've talked about this before where I actually um, I've been through the fucking whole gamut of sexual assault. But like there's always a moment when it's happening where mm-hmm. I think it's so fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because there's such a vulnerability when people like that have penises have their dicks exposed. Mm-hmm. Like like, you know, this is a very mild sexual assault that happened to me, which, you know, it's like runs the very mild end of the gamut but i was walking this happened to me so many times that this is one of the times i was walking on the street and some guy was like jacking off and he was like trying to get me to see his dick you know and he was like jacking off Mm -hmm. and i was like this is kind of funny like yeah it's so vulnerable and like pathetic do you know what i mean i know in the street like just a stranger he's like ah yes you will do please watch (laughs) like He's getting turned on by the fact that I'm looking at his dick. Like that's 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 sad and funny. It's sad. I mean, it's pretty simple yeah. if you think about it. It's like, oh, that's yeah. all you require. I mean, it's yeah. not little, but why? Why? Yeah, who knows? Well, I was thinking about who no one helped him as a child. No one helped him. Yeah, in Hollywood, like okay, like the Me Too or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I get why Louis C.K. was canceled. You know, like what he did is you know traumatizing. But yeah, considering like other predators, I was like, why is James Franco still okay? You know, yeah, because he was like. A predator for like students taking his class. Children. Like, yeah, like that's yeah. disgusting. Like literal okay, children. Louis yeah. C.K. I get it. Him jerking off at you, like that's okay. Very disturbing, but that's like a him problem, you know. Like mm-hmm. the James Franco sexual assault involves like my participation. Like I have to talk myself into this like oh this is gonna Mm -hmm. give me a chance like it's like manipulative mentally mental and sexual yeah yeah that's a good point because then later on i'm gonna have to like blame myself you know like oh i shouldn't have because you're gonna yeah exactly so can i tell you a really funny story really quick before i let you go okay i'm gonna tell you a funny story about the hostess club because oh yeah 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 I think I might have said something on this podcast before, but my friend is like Korean Mm -hmm. and they they have these clubs here as well, like Korean hostess clubs. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And she is like pretty wealthy. So she has like all these wealthy Korean friends that live in like Jersey and they're like married to like plastic surgeons and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And they have host clubs where they have young Korean men that look like K-pop stars and you can go, it's like the same thing. You can go and you like, whatever, order a bottle and they sit with you, blah, blah, blah. And one of her like super wealthy friends like fell in love so hard with this fucking guy. And so she was going there blowing like racks like every day. Right. And her husband didn't even know because they're so rich. He was like, $5,000 gone. You no, know, he didn't even notice. Yeah. But she said the funniest thing to me. She said, you can call ahead and you can request like when you walk in they do this very dehumanizing thing i guess when they ask all these men to come out uh-huh. and stand in front of you and you can pick them uh-huh but she said that her friend she like heard her friend calling ahead and she w- you can describe what you're looking for so uh-huh. they only show you the the goods that you're interested in uh-huh and she used this term she's she called it okay okay uh-huh. which means shoulder gangster it means like when when guys have like super ripped shoulders and arms shoulder gangster yeah and i was laughing so hard she was like okay like trying to say it all quiet (laughs) i was like that is so funny oh my god do you know the word like no like that just means like your face is like exquisite Uh is like the best oh and so she was like, <laughs> like she put it in her fucking order. Like it was, f- 
a goddamn like, yeah, like a submarine pizza. sandwich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Exquisite like, shoulders. So <laughs> this is so sad. I mean, but I guess you might as well get what you want if you're paying. So you know, good for them for balancing out all the sexism in this industry. Yes, you know, see how they like it, huh? Yeah, see how they like it. Yeah, when we reduce you down to your shoulders and your face. How do you like that? Oh, you like it a lot. Oh, never mind. Okay, great. Never mind. Her <laughs> <laughs> plan backfired. Okay, well that that was it for our interview. Thank you so much, Yudia. That was so interesting. I'm oh, sure everybody so loved hearing that peek into the secret world of hostess bars mm-hmm. um where can our listeners find you on social media uh you can find me at baby pink house it's b-a-b-y-p-i-n-k and house is spelled like h-a-u-s like house okay. of whatever <laughs> um, but that's the same for all of my socials Awesome. And mm-hmm. do you want to promote your film? Is it like something that people can check out soon? Yes. Thank you so much. So I just wrapped my very first short film. I wrote, directed, produced, starred in it. It's called Hashtag Sponsored. It's a short dystopian thriller about mm. social media influencers in the climate apocalypse. And I wrote it in 2019, shot it before the pandemic, but kind of accidentally predicted the pandemic because in it, social media influencers are quarantined indoors because there's like a virus outside that was caused by climate change. Yeah. So when COVID happened, I was like, shit, like this is weird. Um, But it took very long to finish. Post was a long process. This is a passion project. So getting the funds and the right people together, it just took three years but finally finished it's looking really good i'm actually planning like a screening of it in new york city uh hopefully in november so uh i'm going to be posting about that on you know my instagram tiktok and again that's all baby pink house if you guys want to follow along the movie that's very exciting yay thank you um i hope i get the chance to see it yes oh my god congratulations for you to see it it'd be an honor oh my god i would i'll be there (laughs) all right thank you again bye thank you bye